Do you want to learn from New South Wales and Australia's best swimmers these school holidays? Listen up carefully because there is a great opportunity coming your way as the New South Wales Performance Clinic is happening this Wednesday, the 27th of September at Cranbrook School. Learn from Australia and New South Wales' best athletes, including Matt Wilson, Brad Woodward, Seabom Lee and Will Yang, and many, many more as they run you through each stroke, skills, technique and a full day of fun, learning and interaction with the very best in the business. This is an amazing opportunity for the juniors of Sydney and New South Wales to come along, ask questions, get photos and autographs, as well as being coached by our country's and state's top athletes and coaches. Head over to the Off The Blocks Instagram page right now and follow the link tree where you'll find the link to purchase tickets to get this amazing opportunity and secure your spot ASAP. The money goes to a great cause as well, directly back to the athletes to help fundraise for future trips and support these athletes as they are on the road to the Paris 2024 trials next year in June. Let's get behind the New South Wales Blues team. An amazing opportunity, one not to be missed. Again, jump on our page right now. Follow the link tree, secure your spot to the New South Wales Performance Clinic. You won't be disappointed. It is on Wednesday, the 27th of September at the Cranbrook School. Make sure you secure your tickets right now. And up the mighty blues. Away they go. No problems with the start. There is two one hundred in the second inning. Gary Hall Jr., the extrovert, and Ian Thorpe battling it out down the pool. Thorpe is starting to go away from him. Oh, he's blowing him away now. Thorpe's gone more than a meter on Van der Noosen's hand. But the signature of all eyes is the great Phantom Butterfly, Susie O'Neill. He's coming back. Oh, he's shot. He can't do it to him again. Chavez in the white hats. Vets in the black hats. And Vets has got it. I cannot believe he's done that. Caught in front. Caught for the hall. Caught goes in. Australia win. Joining me today on the podcast is a man with a brilliant and inquisitive mind. He is the former CEO and founder of Skins and is now bringing us some amazing new products with his company, EO Lab, and the product EO Swim Better. We're excited to have him on for a chat, Mr. Jamie Fuller, and also returning back by popular demand, the uh, Newcastle Performance Hub head coach and all-round great guy, Mr. Sander Hotsefles. Was that better, Sander? Exceptional. Oh, mate, I did. I worked really hard on that, by the way. Jamie, how are you, mate? I'm really pleased, Robbie, that you said that because I've never heard his last name uh, pronounced before. Yeah. And I keep looking at it thinking, how the hell do you say this bloody name? Because obviously it looks like it's Gonzalez. Yes. But it's there's a V in there somewhere yep. and it, it doesn't, it, and it evidently doesn't sound like Gonzalez. And apparently it doesn't Basically. start with a G, it's Jon, Jon, Concephalus. There's a Dutch G for you, mate. <laughs> yeah, he's a tulip farmer. He's a tulip farmer from Amsterdam. So what are you yeah, expecting? <laughs> uh, boys, I'm excited to have you on today uh, to have a chat. And obviously, um, Jamie, yourself, especially about um, the work you're doing with EO and um, in Latin, just so you know, I've done my research, it means progress. Um, and we've had a look and obviously I, I've bought the product as well and I've been watching and having a look at everything that's going on with the EO Lab product and the Swim Better product especially. For you, Jamie, just um, just while we, we kick off, um, where did this come about for you to get involved in, in sport and help progress it in so many ways? Progression, you know, we talk about that word at the beginning and you, you started with skins and getting involved there and now with, with your work with EO. Where did this sort of, I guess, passion for you to be involved in sports, but not just involved in progressing it and helping it in, in many ways, whether it's, as we said, with uh, recovery or helping your efficiencies in different sports because there's going to be other products obviously coming out for other sports as well with EO. Where, where did that come from for you? It, it, I mean, you mentioned skins, Robbie, and it, it all started there because it was the skins journey that opened my eyes to the, the idea that you can come up with new technologies and new products that are game changers for athletes. And when you do that, and then you have a, a, what I call an authentic, legitimate engagement or relationship with an elite athlete, it becomes incredibly powerful. 
And when I say authentic and legitimate engagement, I don't mean I'll pay you half a million dollars to put my logo on your T-shirt. I mean, I'll sell you my product because my product is so good that you don't just want it, you need it because after all, this is your livelihood. And so that's exactly what happened with Skins. And when we, we started down the Skins journey, there were a bunch of us sort of in senior management or control of the company and none of us had come from the sports industry. So we didn't know what we couldn't do. And to find out later on that you can't um, you, you can't sell to elite athletes was, well, we didn't know that. So for the first year, uh, majority of our revenue was selling to elite footballers and clubs and national federations. Uh, so, and so we ended up with these players were paying us to wear our product and wear our logo as opposed to the industry norm. And so that that whole thing opened my eyes to the reality of performance-enhancing devices, genuine performance-enhancing devices for athletes. And so when the, the skins thing finished, um, I sort of set out to say, well, how do I do this, but do this on a different scale and do this with, frankly, with much better technologies and much better products, and that's what we're doing now. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll I'll jump straight into it with the swim better concept. Where, where did that come from um, in your in your mind? Was that just, a, you know, you talk about sort of you set out to do it. How does that start? I know for me, if I'm coming up with ideas, there's usually, usually it's over a couple of drinks, let's be honest, my brain doesn't work as well just running running without that. But how, where did you come up with this swim better concept? Because it is phenomenal. We'll get into it in a minute, but I always like to give the, the backstory of all of this. Where did that concept come from? So it actually, it originally, started well it didn't start but the business started with a device for ankles because if you look at athletes uh, the most uh, injured joint on an athlete's body and I talk about all athletes I'm not talking about swimming is are their ankles and 80% of ankle injuries are lateral inversion so literally your roller ankle sprained a lateral inversion and I was working with some um, some innovators to come up with a device that could help athletes with this product that go way beyond that goes way beyond just an ankle brace and i was introduced to a guy here in sydney who for 24 years with was with the uh, new south wales institute of sport dr kenneth graham and kenneth uh, spent the last 14 years as chief scientist at nswiss and kenneth and i met for a coffee were introduced by a mutual friend and we sat down uh, and it, it was it turned out it was two weeks after Kenneth had left N-Swiss after 24 years. And we sat down and Kenneth said to me, I've got a few things to tell you, Jamie. Um, one of those things is I've not signed a non-disclosure or restraint of trade agreement with N-Swiss when I left. And number two is you'd be surprised at some of the really interesting stuff I've got in my head. And that <laughs> opened up this discussion that went from you know, how do we create a product or a range of products around one particular product, in that case, brace technology? How do we then open it right up to basically creating a business that revolves around helping elite athletes with any sort of technology and any sort of product, as long as it's unique, as long as it's proprietary, and as long as it delivers a tangible benefit to the elite athlete and then can be commercialized to what we call the prosumer. You know, and when Nike and Addy talk about, you know, we our customers are serious about sport, and frankly that's bullshit because the majority of people wearing Addy and Nike are wearing their clothes to work or you know wearing them out at night or what have you. Whereas yeah. for us, when we talk about our customers are serious about sport, um, they are serious about sport. And it doesn't necessarily mean you need to be competing but you need to be serious about getting better and serious about progressing what you're doing. Um, and so that sort of started that journey and, and Kenneth had worked a lot in all Olympic sports. I and mean, this is the beauty about Kenneth is he covered all these great Olympic sports. And one of them was rowing. And rowing, they'd been able to incorporate technologies to uh, to measure the output of rowing performance and technique to be able to refine technique to improve performance. But as Kenneth said to me at the time, he said, Jamie, the difference between rowing and swimming 
is you can put a one kilo box in a boat that's able to collect all that data. When we're talking about swimmers, it's a very different story. So technology had to advance to a point where it could be miniaturized to where it is today, where the device that you put on your hands as a swimmer is so small and so unobtrusive that they weigh less than a slice of bread each. And the data they collect and the power that they have and the grunt that they have and the technology and the intelligence inside is amazing. So there's a confluence, if you like, between the evolution of technology as well as the, the sport and the, and the inside into what helps athletes improve. And you bring all that stuff together and wacko, you've got a business. Well, I, I think what you said there, what you touched on really brings home to me and that's that this product isn't, you know, it, it was, I guess, devised for elite athletes and, and that's where the concept comes from. But it can be used across the board for anyone. It can be used for the average punter who's just doing his laps up and down and he's looking to get a little bit better with his efficiency. It can be used, I can imagine, especially for um, triathletes out there because they're always looking for ways to improve their efficiency. And I've got people in lane seven and eight just asking for me to have a look at their technique uh, most mornings as it is. So they're always looking. I guess that's what appeals to me about this uh, product, Swim Better, is that it, it, it goes across the board. Um, I, I don't want to assume that all our listeners, Jamie, know this product. So in terms of um, the Swim Better product, talk, talk to me about uh, how, how it works. Um, I don't have the handsets with me. I do have my own handsets, by the way, listeners, but I didn't bring, they're not here with me in the studio. Uh, but you know, how does it work? Yep. Oh, Jamie's got them. He's ready to go. So you give us a bit of a, a telltale. So like I said, they sit on my hand. So there are these, these devices that are as unobtrusive as we can make them and as light as we can make them. And they sit in the palm so they don't interfere with the fingers of the swimmer. Uh, and they've got a, a bunch of unbelievable uh, uh, technology inside them. So if you can imagine, so I'll, I'll step back. So swimming performance is down to a number of different things. For example, body position, head position, the amount of drag that you create as you go through. And we know some swimmers are beautiful and they just slip through the water easily. Other swimmers like me swim like a house brick. Right? And so there's a it's, it's, it's not a wonderful thing to look at, I can assure you. <laughs> then you've got the kick and the, the impact from the kick. Uh, and so then you've got a thing that Gary Hall Sr. calls coupling, which is the engagement of the right hand with the left leg and the hips and the rotation of the hips and, and how all that contributes. We focus our efforts on what, frankly, is the, the largest piece of propulsion, which are the hands. And it's not just the hands, it's the forearm as well. This is this is your paddle. But it just so happens that the hand leads the forearm. So where the hand goes, the forearm follows. And that whole this whole piece becomes your paddle that moves you through the water. So if you can imagine a device that not only measures the amount of force that you're pushing through, because in here is a pressure sensor in the middle of the O, and that measures the force that you're pushing through the water, but it measures and maps the position of the hand and, and your stroke path as it goes through. It measures the speed of the, your hands moving. And critically, it measures the angle or the attitude of your hand at all those stages. And it does all this in 50th of a second increments. So if you can imagine every 50th of a second, working out how much force is being pushed, what speed that hand is moving, what direction that hand is moving in, and what angle that hand is facing. You're able then to detect things like hand drag, which is through the glide phase, if the, the wrist drops and the fingers turn up and presenting your palm or parts of your palm to the water, that's going to slow you down. We can measure in-sweep or out-sweep with either hand, uh, which obviously has got limitations in terms of pushing you forward. We can measure propulsion, so how much you're pushing back and because the, the goal is to have the paddle pushing back towards your feet. And we can measure our downward force, so how much downward force are we applying? And I can tell you from all the work I've done with elite swimmers 
and semi-elite swimmers, particularly at NC2A level in the United States, it's amazing the amount of really good swimmers that are pushing down far too much. And likewise, we can measure upward force, which tends to happen at the back of the stroke with your hands exiting. So you put all that together and when you can present it in a really nice, easy, simple, understandable way, you're now giving an element of insight to swimmers. And it's not just swimmers, as you point out, it's triathletes. You're now giving insight that nobody's ever had before. Right? Up until now, it's all about the stopwatch and the coach's eyes. And you can you can augment that with video. But at the end of the day, video is not nowhere near as good as being able to have the data that these things produce and to be able to give you objective data. And it's and it's about not just measuring where you are today, Robbie. It's also about setting goals and then making you make those changes to your stroke and measuring how you're going against those goals. And then even once you get there, how do you stay there? Because it's very easy to slide back. So it takes quite some time before that gets ingrained in muscle memory. So it's a it's a phenomenal bit of technology. Well, absolutely. And and I think that's sort of, you know, I, I reached out to you guys. I wanted to chat and it wasn't in any way. To, we, we don't have a partnership going on in here. As you said, you know, there's no money getting transferred. I was just really excited about the product. I thought, how can we well, get the coaches? Well, that's not true. That's not true. There is money being transferred. You transferred money to us. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I, bought I bought the product. The product. I bought, bought the product. product. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about the coffees we had the other day, but no. no yes, no. <laughs> no, yes, I did buy the. But you know what I mean. I, I wanted the listeners and I wanted the coaches to hear, and because I, I think it's it's fantastic and it's 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 great in terms of just different ways. And as you said, you know, quite often the coaches have the coach's eye and I'll get to Sander in a minute and get his perspective on it. He's not just here for his, uh, you know, good looks. We're going to get his thoughts on it as well. Um, you know, it's not just the coach's eye. This is able to actually give that direct feedback and data, as you said, Jamie, in terms of, you know, the coaches talking about, hey, you know, you're really sweeping out wide on your right hand. No, I'm not. I don't think I'm, I am. Well, hang on. Here's the data. This actually shows that you are. And so often, especially um, our teenagers these days are all about the devices. And if they can see it, then it's it's real, it's reality to them. If, they, if they're just getting told, then um, it might not be necessarily. Um, Sander, I'll, I'll bring you in on this because obviously at a, a performance level, um, you know, and I know you do use uh, the Swim Better product as well. How are you using it in a, a performance space? Um, at the moment, and that touches a bit on, on what Jamie just said, we use it uh, basically every week. So every swimmer in my group goes in the sensor at least once a week um, to swim fast and swim slow both of them so i get an indication of their technique what they are holding and what they're able to do when they're swimming relaxed and easy way but also of course and that's the most important part is what what happens when they are swimming fast and what we do we measure we get the feedback we usually tweak a couple of things to to get that feedback and have to to work with that feedback in the water directly after measure again and then set some goals for the next week how we can progress and move on for that so every week there is that measurement block that i uh, have one session basically completely dedicated to measurements and uh, technique stuff so as jamie sort of touched on i guess you're having a look at um the data as it comes through and trying to get progression in that too you're not just looking at it analyzing it you're using it every week and yes. and trying to get progression well, not trying. We get progression. Oh, sorry. Uh, my apologies, mate. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so that, that's the that's the whole thing. And like Jamie said said before, um, if you just do a one-off, that doesn't really work. So you can get the one measurement in, and that's very nice and insightful. You get a lot of extra information, which before we exactly we didn't have. However, the real power is in that repetition. How can we get better? And how can we? change our habits to get better um sander another question i've got for you is certainly for me as a coach and this i wanted to come into this interview quite um the every coach which as you know sander I, you know I, I know a little bit i don't know a lot so but i like to come into it that way because i like to ask questions because i think there's a lot of coaches out there that kind of uh can resonate with that in terms of um 
time in, in, that it takes to set it up, to use it in each session. Quite often, if I'm doing video analysis at times, that's time consuming to me to, to, to video all the athletes that I've got come back and go through it. And oh, here you go, look at this. Oh, no, someone else is going. And it just, it, it can get overwhelming. And you know, if you haven't set it up properly for that day, time gets away from you, right? How, how do you go with your time management with the swim better? How does that factor in with your sessions? Is it quite efficient, easy? Yeah, I find it very easy and efficient. It's similar to a video camera. So you, you do your measurements, you get out of the water, you get your data. So there will be some time that you have to spend in doing that. On the other end, there is that extra information that normally you wouldn't get. So it's more than worth it spending about five to 15 minutes with that swimmer, giving them really specific, really detailed, really focused feedback that normally you would not give. Um, so for me, the others in that session, they have basically a program that I roll through. So they're doing something that helps that I want them to do anyway, but something they can do more or less on their own. And for me, that's an awesome session because I can give 15 minutes or 10 minutes or maybe even more, very specifically, very focused to that one athlete. And I think we forget that, that we're always coaching the bulk, whereas, well, I think we get more out of it when we go to the individual. And usually when I have more people in, I work in groups, or one goes on the sensor, and we get the data on the phone or on the iPad, and then uh, watch it while the other one, or the next one is again swimming with the, with the sensor. So it works in an alternating fashion as well. No problem. Can I can I jump in, Robbie, just, just to add a couple it. of things? Um, one of the most powerful things that I've seen was with a coach in the US where he and I did a session together and he put them on his hands and he did 100 metres and he put his phone at the end of the lap and we stood in the shallow end and he downloaded his data whilst we're standing in the shallow end. I mean, Sanders said you get out and look at the data. Yeah. You don't need to get out and look at the data. You can stand in the shallow end. The data is available within 60 seconds. Mm. You can look at the phone and say, oh, okay, this is what I want to do. And, and then we did, a series of, we did a series of, ch of changes and his propulsion went from 27% to 63% over the course of 20 minutes just by looking at what changes he was making in his stroke and then what the outcome of those changes were. So it's... Uh, it's 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 possible to do it and make it as immediate feedback as you can. Plus, the other thing I think that needs to be stressed is not everything needs to filter through the coach. It's such a simple, basic system that the swimmers themselves can easily understand. In particular, you mentioned the young ones who live on their devices, who are very technology um, advanced compared to old buggers like me. <laughs> but, so they can understand it very easily and very clearly. Where the coach is critical is, you know, you can say, okay, I need to go from A to B. It's critical for the coach to be able to say, okay, these are the drills you need to do in order to make those changes because that's, the, you know, whether you need less less downward force and more propulsive force or you want to stop bringing that in sweep in and losing propulsion or whatever it is that's where the coach is critical and i know from a lot of the engagement that i had particularly in the united states with college coaches there was a real element of fear about you know i've got 60 swimmers and there's a huge amount of data and if yeah. i need to analyze all that data oh, there's no way well the good news is you don't as a coach it's up to the swimmers to look at their own data. And then, as Sanders said, you can have some focus time with them and talk yep. about what exactly they need to do. Yeah, we've been doing those uh, sessions where the swimmers actually are in, in charge and are accountable for their own data collection and data view and feedback. And what I like about the, the software is that there's different steps in there. So you get different views. And um, if you tell the swimmers, all right, Today, guys, this is where I want you to focus on. For example, Jamie was uh, talking about the downward force or the, in the end, the propulsive force. Um, if I just tell them, come up with something to um, maximize or optimize your propulsive force, that's an awesome way of 
teaching them and uh, the swimmers being responsible and accountable. So we, we've been doing that a lot as well. Yeah. Jamie, I'm interested. You, I, I know you've been sort of um, doing the rounds and, and meeting lots of new people and, and introducing the swim better devices all around the country and the world. Have you had, uh, what sort of, you know, stories can you give us about some, whether, you know, people were blown away by the data or, or certainly, you know, um, situations where maybe people were sceptical about what you were maybe bringing them and then all of a sudden they're kind of like, oh, God damn, no, this is, this is actually, this is really good. Everybody's sceptical. <laughs> Everybody's super sceptical. And, and let's face it, we, 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 we work in an industry, I'm talking specifically about SWIM, which has been devoid of um, technology investment. When you consider what is up until now, what's been really the the, the the definition of swim technology, we're talking about counting laps and counting strokes. You know, what I call important, don't get me wrong, but for me it's pretty boring and pretty vanilla and pretty easy. Um, and when we set out on this journey, we looked at the investment profile across all sports and it was fascinating to look at a, a chart and on the left-hand side of these, these bar graphs is about the amount of investment in football, soccer, and then basketball, and then, you know, rugby and so on. And it came down, 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 down. And then right at the very, very, very end of the chart was swimming with a line that barely made a pencil line on the, on the bar chart. And so to be able to come in and do this stuff Obviously, people are sceptical and they, you know, oh, how can it be as good? And if it's that good, why wasn't it done before? You know, and all that sort of bollocks. Um, but once these coaches who start off as being quite cynical or sceptical, once they see it and understand that their eyes are like sources, when now, I mean, these are the ones that want the data. There'll always be some coaches who will say, I don't care whatever you tell me. Nothing's as good as my gut and my eyes. Yeah. Right? And likewise, there's a bunch of coaches who are not coaches, but they're trainers who basically just get you to flog backwards and forwards and up and down and lap after lap. Um, and frankly, if you look at where Australia sits in the swimming firmament, particularly compared to the United States, I mean, we're a country of 27 million people competing with a country with 350 million people. And here, we have to be far smarter, far more sophisticated and far more scientific in our approach. Um, and, and, I, and I think we are, because what I see in the United States, don't get me wrong, there is an element of creativity and, uh, and expansion, if you like, and, and open minds. But there's a hell of a lot of training that goes on. And it's I call it a meat grinder, where they just push this massive amount of people through. And if you make it through and you come out of it the other side, then the numbers say there's a good chance that you're going to be really good. Uh, so, you know, you just look at what's just happened in Fukuoka. Uh, and even though World Aquatics have anointed the US as having been the winning nation mm -hmm. from the World Championships, and we know what, what bullshit that is, what rubbish mm -hmm. that is, right? We absolutely smash them. And it's interesting. And I, and I do feel like there is this scientific philosophy this technical sophistication that comes through from this very small market here even though you know it's it's deeply ingrained in our culture swimming is so important for us as aussies uh and so yeah i i i, I get this i and i get to, to see the look on these people's faces when you start going through it and and you peel back the layer and you go to the next and the next and the next and you watch their eyes get wider and wider um, for the for the ones that really really know what they're talking about. Well, someone who does use your product, the Swim Better product, is world champion Mr. Kyle Chalmers. Um, how, how did that come about working with Kyle? And did it, what sort of you know did did he and his coach um, Bish get a lot out of that? I'm assuming definitely they would have. But did again you know talking to sort of you know opening people's eyes? Did did they pick certain things up that? You know, as I said, we've world champion, Olympic champion. Uh, he's certainly always looking for those little things, right? Like, you know, at the top level and Sandra, you know, we're talking about performance level coaching, 
certainly at Kyle's level, is looking for little improvements. This product certainly would have been right up his alley there. Yeah, and look, you mentioned it before. I think Kyle, what did, what did he miss out on gold in, uh, in, in Tokyo? I think it was six hundredths of a second. I don't think Caleb Dressel yeah. did it for, for six hundredths. Um, so the, the minute changes that you can make to find hundreds and tenths of seconds, you can get out of this because it does. It goes down to, you can imagine, you know, what that hand is doing through that stroke, just a slight wave, just a very slight wave and what that effect has on your propulsion. And then how for you, how once you understand that, and then you can change it. But you can't necessarily pick up on video either, by the way, because when you're getting these measurements in 50th of a second increments, or even in a hundredth of a second increments, it's incredible what you can see. So whether it's the way that Carl's been able to tweak very small things and find that little bit, and obviously our partnership with Kyle, the big focus is through the, the Paris 2024, the Olympics, and how do we help Kyle get onto the top step of the podium in Paris. So whether it's that environment or me, you know, I, 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 want, I want to shave another two minutes off my 800 time. Um, and that's, and if I, if I were, I'm not going to show you my data, but if I showed you my data, you'd see I've been able to take six or seven minutes off my 800 time. So it's very relevant for me as a an absolute crap swimmer who just can't I'm like I'll never compete I'll never go in a race and it's got nothing to do with that but at the end of the day I want to progress which comes back to the EO brand name as you said it's Latin for progress so everything we do is about helping people progress in fact our our mantra is it's about accelerating human progress through sport mm. so it's not just accelerating human progress in sport it's through sport how we use sport as a lens to progress society as well so every single level and if you've got triathletes and my god there are some really bad swimming triathletes out there <laughs> you know i mean it's, it's 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 incredible how the amount of time and energy and focus they put on their run and their particularly their cycle but part of that i think is because they haven't had products i mean literally till now for, for somebody to monitor how good they're going it's a stopwatch that's it. Now, though, if you look at all the metrics that we provide, you can track your progress against every single metric. How much force am I pushing absolute, right? My, my, my absolute force has gone up by 20, over 20% in nine months. Right? How, how propulsive is that force when I apply it in those six different directions? How much is pushing down, left, right, up? Um, how much is propulsive? And my propulsive percentage has gone up by 50%, right? It's gone from 44 to 62% in terms of my overall effort where it goes. So far more of it is pushing back towards my feet. My stroke rate has been able to come down from 29 strokes a minute down to 24 strokes a minute. And my time's come down by, by almost six minutes. So when you put all that together, you can see that every one of these metrics is tracking in the right way. And particularly to be able to reduce my stroke rate by 20%, it means that I'm expending less effort and less energy. And so if in a, in a, for a triathlete, they can get out of the water. They can do a better time and get out of the water in a, in a, in a much fresher fashion and get onto the bike. Or finally, push your stroke rate back up to where it was before and you'll come out of the water a hell of a lot quicker than you did before. So it's the application is for all levels, mm. including including people like me. Well, that's what I, I remember. We had our coffee, and um, you mentioned that you've been, you know, getting in there yourself, mate, and going up and down the pool. And I, I like that in terms of you, you know, using the product yourself as well, because you get to see how it works, how you know how it, you know. It, it, when you're talking to people and the consumers as well, you're going to have a lot more of a, an understanding of the product. Not that you wouldn't have already, but you know what I mean? You, you're certainly going to uh, understand and resonate with people. And you touched on something there, which I, I know Sander will um, appreciate and understand as well in terms of the average punter in those lane seven and eights. And when the technique is inefficient, 
and they're just bashing up and down. The one thing about swimming that I've always uh, found, you know, pretty interesting with when it comes to injury prevention is swimming quite often because you don't get injured till quite later. It's not like riding a bike, right? You ride your bike wrong, you fall off. You're like, oh, shit, I didn't. I need to be better next time. That doesn't happen in swimming. You can get it wrong like a thousand times till you go, oh, geez, now my shoulder's starting to get a bit. Well, I wonder why my shoulder's a bit sore. Well, you know, I told you it looked really bad for a long time and we talked about it. And I think with this product as well, taking away, and to your point, Jamie, before, obviously the coach's eye is great, but – when there's no coach around, this is going to be able to help people understand whether they are swimming efficiently or inefficiently, which I think is going to help manage injury prevention as well. And and hopefully if people understand it and use the data in the right way, we'll start to swim a bit more efficiently. Sander, do you agree with that? Uh, yeah, definitely. Well, I, I, what I see def when they get more awareness about what they are doing, that will help. The other thing that you can do with uh, with the sensor, and correct me if I'm wrong uh, there, Jamie, but um, I think it's possible to link up with your coach and be able to be coached from a distance. Is that correct? Yeah, so just, just two things. First of all, on the injury prevention front, one of the views that we give is if you can imagine tracking the hand through the, through this, the whole stroke path from the glide to the pull into the push, and then the recovery, and to have three views. So you can see side on, top down, and head on. So you can we can map that for every single stroke of every single lap. Mm. Then we can take a lap, and we can put every stroke one on top of each other for that lap so that you can get it's what we call our consistency, so that you can map that. I actually think this has got an interesting genesis because this actually comes from when Kenneth was at N-Swiss, he worked with a young guy called Matt Mitchum. Now, Matt won the 10-metre gold medal in Beijing on the 10-metre platform diving. And and he Kenneth worked very closely with Matt, and one of the things he got him to do was to do a series of standing somersaults just on a mat, no water, no pool, just on a gym mat, and did 10 somersaults with an IMU-positioned and then he took that data from the IMU, the inertial measurement unit, mapped that data on an XYZ axis, and then overlaid every one of those 10 somersaults, one on top of each other. And I've got the chart. It is the most unbelievable thing you can imagine because every single one of those 10 somersaults, that XYZ axis information perfectly lines up. It, you almost can't tell that there are 10 lines, one on top of each other. So we took that concept and applied it to the pool so that we can map your ten your your strokes. So, you know, if you're doing if you're a really good swimmer in a 50 meter pool, you're doing 16 strokes, 16 cycles, then we map the left hand and the right hand on top of each other. And there's two things that I look for in that data. First of all, I look for symmetry. Because quite often you'll have swimmers that have got a very different left hand stroke to a different right. Very, very different. And then you start to question, why is it different? Everybody always defaults to the easy answer. Oh, it's obviously breathing to the left or the right. Or 90, time, 90 times out of 100, that's bollocks, right? And it's easy, to, it's easy to, to, to see because you put a snorkel on and take the head rotation out and see what happens to it. Normally, what we see is it can come down to some sort of not necessarily a physical deformity, but an impediment of some sort. And it might be something to do with the shoulder, but it also could be a hip imbalance. Because if you've got a hip imbalance, that can that can manifest itself in a different hand path for your left versus your right. And so it then at least enables you to ask the question and, and go to a physio and have that checked out. So that's a, that's a really um, powerful way of trying to find out if you've got that. Secondly, as Sander points out, this data is available remotely. In fact, it's the, 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 we can also do a, a you can sync it to video as well. And the video can come off this. No, not everybody knows that these things are waterproof. You can take video underwater. You don't need a case, a special case. I mean, if you've got a, a not a very old, old iPhone. Yeah, you've got, a, you've got to specify you know, 
you've, you've got a re, you need a reasonably current one, um, and I, I I think it's actually down to like iPhone nine, and I don't know they're up to twelve or thirteen now. So you know you don't want the very very old ones, um, but you can use these, and these are rated as water resistant for I think it's something like twenty feet depth for twenty minutes Three or meters. half an hour. Three, Three meters, okay, ten. 10, 10 feet for half an hour. Well, you know, when we when we're videoing somebody underwater, you're only you're not even a meter underwater, and you're only doing it for thirty seconds or something, mm. and you can capture them coming towards you. You put them on a selfie stick and go down the side of them and get them side on. But to be able to to be able to capture that and easily sink it, and it's a, the sinking is fabulous. And then to be able to make that available for your coach, and Sanders dead right. There's a lot of remote coaching goes on. And you don't even need the video. The, the the stuff you can see in the data is phenomenal. The stuff you can interpret in there is incredible. Um, for somebody who's worked with the system and understands how to read it, it's yeah. just it's it's amazing. So to be able then for for swimmers to have these devices and to be able to give access to their coach remotely, you can be anywhere in the world, and you can go in there and look at it. You can monitor how they're going. You can do a Zoom with them. I do them all the time. I do Zoom sessions with people to help them interpret their data. Um, I don't tell them what to do. I just help them read the data and understand what it says. Yeah. Um, Sandra, I guess the question for you is they've got, in a market that has um, a bit of technology around, not an awful lot, but there's a bit, and there's when you're getting, um, you know, whether it's a, a swim club a grant or things like this for coaches. And I'm talking, I guess, now to to coaches and swim clubs like myself that can get access to a little bit of money um, and then they can invest it into their program, right, however they see fit. And obviously, as I said, I've invested my um, some of the program money into the EOLAB Swim Better for my own um, benefit and for my own reasons. But, uh, you know, I've got you on for a reason to talk about you know, why you would invest. What Talk to us and talk to the listeners about why you think that's a product that I guess you would be endorsing for people to look into and, and had touch on and have a look in, you know, as this, there's just for the listeners out there too, there's two different ones. Jamie, rem- um, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's a 15 minute um, uh, version and a 90 minute in terms of how much data it can collect over a period of time. So um, there's two different um, products there that you can jump onto. But, yeah, Sandra, talk to me about, you know, in, where we can invest in lots of different things, whether it's the, you know, heart rate monitors or this or that or however it is. Why would you encourage coaches to look at the ELAB Swim Better? So um, the first thing that every coach should do, in my opinion, is, is to ask why or what he wants to, he or she wants to know. Um and that can be different things. What I what I think this EOLAB sensor brings, or the EO Swim Better brings, is is understanding of the swimming stroke at a different level. And that's what the other sensors or the other devices miss. Um, the heart rate sensors are great, but they give you information about the heart rate sensors. There are a couple of other sensors or devices on the market that give you information about how many laps you've done, what stroke rate you've done, which is all fine, which is all very interesting because you can start working on, all right, let's get faster and do that with a lower stroke rate or lower stroke out. But you're missing one thing, and that's the deeper insight as to what is exactly happening and why am I swimming with that certain stroke out and stroke rate and why is that leading to the time? And the EO Swim Better then goes into a way more detailed view of everything that is happening, and you get a real good understanding. And I think a lot of coaches actually miss that understanding, not just the swimmers, but also the coaches. So while you are working with this product, with the EO, you're getting that understanding. So you're basically educating or re-educating yourself to understand what is happening in the pool. The three views that Jamie was talking about earlier. Um, I've seen them before. They have been produced in the 90s and zeros with a, a lot of scientific articles. But all those articles were basically describing that pattern. And they were doing that for a select group of subjects or participants that were participating in that study and analyzing the 
uh, analyzing those tracks took ages. Trust me, I've done it before, so that really took a long time. And that you now have that opportunity for each swimmer to test that and retest that opens up a whole new world and will get you coaching level, will get you up to a higher coaching level. Yeah, well, and, Which, Robbie, and, sorry, sorry yeah. Robbie, just to, to cut across. Yeah. And as, as Sander said, this this is stuff that was done before, primarily for researchers and academics. Um, and that's why, again, this brings Kenneth into it, because Kenneth being, his passion is research, and he still sits on the research review committee for the Australian Institute of Sport and heavily involved in that whole research angle. But it's that bridge between how do we take something from research and transition it and make it available to everybody. And one of our mantras is the, demo the democratization of sports science. You know, one of my objectives is to take Kenneth's massive brain that's exclusively been available for the very, very best athletes in the world. You know, if you look at his inter interaction with Olympic swimmers and super high level swimmers, how do we take his intellectual property and make it available for everybody who swims as triathletes or as ragass rovers like me? How do we make that intellectual property and that knowledge available in a way that we can understand? And that's that's a really powerful thing. And Sanders, Sanders did right because Sander worked with this stuff many years ago when he was with the Dutch Federation. Um, but... It's a very small club and a very exclusive club. There's a massive step to, to commercialise it and make it publicly available. Yeah, it, well, the thing I liked about what Sander mentioned earlier as well in terms of the time management of using this product, because, you you know, a lot of coaches, as you, we've talked about, Jamie, um, do get sceptical with these sorts of things. But I, I would encourage coaches to step outside your comfort zones and challenge yourself to look at ways to do things Better as as Sander mentioned, you know, you could have someone using it while everyone's doing their opposite sets. I mean, it's it's the way you set your sets up, and I don't want to go into it because I don't want to let people know, you know, to tell people how to do things. But there's ways to do. There's ways to coach a thousand people at the same time and be very individualized as well in a very similar way, Sander. So I would encourage people and challenge people to try get outside your comfort zones and um and and try your the way to to do it um jamie uh, how do we get our hands on these sets mate how do we get our hands on where do we go what do we do um look obviously uh, in today's day and age it's the website which is eolab.com um so if you go to eolab.com you'll find the links there to the swim better stuff and there's a pile of information we publish videos about how do we interpret the data um, I mentioned before, there's six or seven different metrics. So there's a 20-minute video that covers all of those metrics in one hit, or, we, or, you, or we've split them down into individual videos. So, you know, how do I look at stroke rate and force, or how do I look at the force field? How do I interpret it? What am I looking for? Um, so there's a, there's a bunch of information. There's also some papers there, some uh, research papers around what we do, as well as some um, pilot study validation studies because these things, I mean, they're incredibly um, technologically advanced, unbelievably sensitive. The, uh, the, the equipment inside them is incredibly sensitive and accurate. You know, one of the, one of the pilot studies we did came up with an accuracy level of 99.997% in terms of the, the pressure sensor itself, uh, being able to measure um, pressure at different depths. Uh, so eolab.com is the place to go. Um, I'm also available, like I said before, I do I do Zoom sessions with people. Um, next week I'm at SwimCon up in uh, Surface Paradise, Gold Coast, to talk about and do this, to do a demo as well. We've just been over in Dallas at the um, American Swim Coaches Association, the ASCA conference in Dallas, doing demonstrations in the endless pool there. Um, I'm just come back last month from the US, uh, touring around the US, going to colleges and clubs. And I mean, it's it's an endless opportunity just in the swim world when you're talking about colleges, clubs, masters. Uh, and that's before you even start to talk to triathletes. And, you know, everybody keeps telling me that triathletes are 
the ultimate data consumers, you know, <laughs> as well as spending ridiculous amounts of money, you know, 10, 20 grand on a bicycle, um, you know, they're spending a thousand bucks on a pair of these is do it in a heartbeat. Because I know they'll spend three or four hundred bucks on a new pedal, which is 2.2 grams lighter than the old pedals, you know, or a saddle that's, you know, four grams lighter than the old saddle. So the, uh, the idea of being able to spend some money on a set of devices that's going to help them. Oh, and by the way, you, you can, you can use these like one, one pair for one person, if you like, a, a, a swimmer or a triathlete can buy them for themselves and use them themselves. No problem. Likewise, we've got colleges, clubs, schools who buy them and they tend to use one pair for six to eight swimmers. So if you've got 50 swimmers, they might have eight pairs um, and then each swimmer has their own membership. So the data goes to those specific individuals as though, you know, you put them on Mary and then transfer them to Peter and then to Jane, then their data goes to their own, their own memberships independently. And the coach has visibility across all of them. Uh, and there's a system that works on the allocation with multiple pairs of devices and multiple swimmers to make sure that the data goes to the right place. So it's a, it's a highly sophisticated front end and back end that supports it. Yeah. I, um, you know, when, when we had our chat, we had our conversation, we had our coffee, I found myself, uh, I guess, resonating with you a lot, Jamie, not so much in the intellectual side of things, because I, th I think you're a lot sharper brain than I am. But in terms of probably always looking at, okay, well, what's next? What, what can we do now? What can we do now? I feel like we've you know, whether it's it's a way of, um, you know, improving the product or you feel like you've got that product, what, what, what are we going to next? Do oh, you I have... can tell you where we're going to go, Robbie. I well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, where are we going next? So right now the data is transferred through Bluetooth, which means and Bluetooth won't work through water. So you, 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 you put them on, you start recording, you swim, you finish your swim, you stop recording. And then you, like like I said before, you can stand in the pool and you can download it straight to your phone in seconds. And then within seconds, it's back to your phone after having been processed. But there is a slight delay. Mm -hmm. What we will go to is we'll go to a different data transfer technology, which will be real time. So if you wanted, you could have a coach standing on pool deck and you could have a swimmer using them and if you wanted to use a device like a zygo uh, which i know sander absolutely hates the idea of coaches being able to talk to swimmers in real time but yeah. you can imagine if you wanted to you could have the coach talking to the swimmer the swimmer making a change that data instantly coming back to the coach now that's one great use case for that the other great use case is if we can bring the sport of swimming, kicking and screaming into the 21st century in terms of broadcast technologies. I mean, let's let's talk about the world, let's talk about the world record line that we see in swimming. So we've all seen, you know, the, the 100 metre race, the two laps, and the, 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 the swimmers all hurtling along and that red line that tracks in front of them or in the best races that comes after them. Um, we know that that red line is not world record pace. We know that that red line is purely the average speed from start to finish of that 100 metres, which I'm frankly horrified that the broadcasters haven't said what we should do is we should have that red line tracking where the world record was at that particular point in the swim. So one of my objectives is to be able to take that live data and bring it into broadcasting because you could imagine you could imagine the 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 the, the increase in enjoyment for uh um, for the consumer to be able to watch a race and to be able to see this data which we see in formula one and moto gp we we see it in other professional sports and cricket and rugby and so on where you're getting all this extra data that's telling you what the ball's doing what the players are doing Right, what impact levels there are, all that sort of rubbish. Well, now we can do this in, in swimming once we can do that real-time real time data transfer. And then that will then, I think, change the face of swimming and triathlon 
as we know it. And the final objective, Ronnie, for me, is to then be able to incorporate that into something like form goggles, you know, where you've got real-time data and what you'd have if you've got seven metrics, say, which includes stroke rate and stroke count and distance per stroke and force generated and um, and and uh, you know your propulsion as a percentage. We can do all those things broken down. You can then choose what you want to come into your form goggles, and you can monitor that. And it might also come back with some a feedback element. You could imagine. I mean, I spent some time with John T. Skinner in the U.S. and John T. is a you know held the the world record in the seventies for the hundred free, and then went on to become the head coach of Team USA in the early two thousands. And John T. talked to me about the idea to use this and have an immediate feedback. Might be a vibration or something that works on the swimmer so that you you set what your hand part is that you want it to be and then that can come back and it can vibrate if you go outside of your desired hand part. So the ability to take this to a whole new level and really make this technologically sophisticated is fabulous and we've done the majority of the hard work. Don't get me wrong, there's still a lot more work to do, but what we've done so far is broken the back of it because try to measure the, the stuff that we measure in a 3D environment. Because doing it on a bike where they've got power meters is one thing because you're operating on one plane. You know, it's more of a 2D thing. But when the moment you do it in 3D and then introduce doing it underwater, it elevates the complications dramatically. So the ability to take this to a whole different world is is phenomenal. Well, that's exciting, especially with the goggles. Um, definitely, I think that's that's very exciting. It's something that probably everyone's always thought. Oh, well, I wonder one day, but no one ever probably started to, to work out how to how to make it work. Or and that's exciting, um, Sandra. I, I'm interested in terms of when when you know if I'm talking to the coaches and and we're talking to everyone. So don't get me wrong, but in terms of um, this conversation and, and me chatting to the coaches. I don't want for a second, I guess, people to think that, you know, with what I'm mentioning about ELAB Swim Better, that, oh, if you if you get that, it you know, it, it automatically makes you so much better and it eliminates the coaching element. And it's 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 a tool, right? It's it's another element that we can use to help put that piece of the puzzle together. Um for yourself, I mean, you know, we there's so much that happens between the ears that technology can't help us with at times because I can hear coaches out there now. Oh, it's not going to get them up and get them going faster. I understand that, right? There's there's an art to coaching as well. But what I love about the ELAB Swim Better is it is still it's a piece of the puzzle that we may not have had before, right? Correct. Yeah. No, that's definitely how any coach should see that. It's a tool and it's a magnificent tool to improve your coaching. That's what I'm saying. Not necessarily your swimmers, but also definitely your coaching to um, to to make everything work better. It's an, a different tool, different piece of the puzzle, like you said. And um, I think no coach should be fearful of that. I think they should, if if anything, they should celebrate and embrace it. Yeah, absolutely. and Robbie, and Robbie, one one other thing that that I neglected to mention that will sort of dovetail in with the conversation about coaches and fear and all that sort of stuff. One of the things that we can get, because we're going to accumulate a significant amount of data, and that data will run the gamut from world champions and Olympic champions all the way through to people like me. And the ability to interrogate that data and to look for patterns and correlations between uh, hand path, between hand direction, between force generated, stroke count number, stroke rate, and time. And then look for, you know, those changes that you can make and the improvements that you can get, and then use it as a feedback loop. It does have the capacity to then be able to have smart and, and in smarts and intelligence. You know, everybody's talking about AI. It will never replace the coach. It's never going to do that. But to be able to provide more information, more feedback, not just to the swimmer, but to the coach and more insights and to be able to look at that in the context 
context of what's going on. Everybody says the same thing to me. Oh, what does Carl Chalmers' data look like? You know, can I take Carl Chalmers' stroke path and overlay mine on top? Can I look at his force profile and overlay mine on top? My response is always the same. Carl Chalmers' profile is irrelevant as far as you're concerned. This is not about you versus Kyle. Might be about Caleb Dressel versus Kyle, don't get me wrong, but it's not about you versus Kyle. This is about you versus you. And so, but we can get that information that comes out of the Kyles and the, the Roland Shunans and the Ben Prouds and the Cam McAvoys and those guys, right? We can have that data coming in, that can be analysed, and then that, that insight can be fed back, which is the thing that excites me the most out of this is being able to, to understand what are the key levers that can be pulled and what are the, what are the levers that make the most difference versus... I mean, I still hear people talking to me about I'm someone someone from a, a, a swim brand, a big one, I won't tell you, said to me once that they reckon that the, the, the $20 swim cap is more of a performance-enhancing device than their $400 swimsuit, tech suit, right? So, <laughs> you know, there's all sorts of theories that are expanded out, expounded out there and it would be great. It'll be great once we've got all that data and be able to look at what it all means. Mate, absolutely. And for all the listeners out there um, that are listening today, oh, we've got a pretty exciting um, giveaway for you. So we've teamed up with ELabs um, and Swim Better to give you guys a chance to elevate your training uh, with the game-changing ELabs Swim Better. Uh, the prize will include one pair of handsets and an annual gold membership to help you analyse, adapt, and accelerate your performance in the pool. So that's pretty exciting. So for all of you that are out there that are, you know, as I said, thinking, oh, I don't know if you're going to put my money here. Hey, all you've got to do now is follow ELAB, uh, EO Sports Lab on Instagram and Off The Block Swimming Podcast, of course, and tell us why you need EO Swim Better to revolutionise your training. Um, I'll put a competition um date on obviously when it's going to close on instagram so it'll be out there on instagram as well so jump on and have a look as this podcast goes to air it'll all be out there for you to have a look at but there is that's just so you know um jamie this is the biggest giveaway we've ever had on swing on off the block swing podcast the biggest oh, i'm overjoyed to hear it madam glad that we can we can help out so oh, mate, we're normally giving away a couple of goggles, you know, a couple of goggles, and they're not, at, you know, they're usually at the bottom of the barrel that someone's just said, oh, here we go, these are the ones we've got spare. This is this is pretty big. Uh, as I said, when you go onto the website and you have a look and you're looking at the product, you'll see what we're giving away. Uh, it's, it's not um, a little giveaway. This is a big one. So jump on there. As I said, follow the EO Sports Lab uh, and off the Block Swing podcast on Instagram and tell us, why swim better will revolutionize your training um boys i think we'll wrap it unless you boys have got something else to chat about i mean to be fair to the listeners we could chat about lots of different things all day we, we specialized in talking about swim better today but we could talk about lots of other things but i think we've absolutely crushed it um from my perspective as i said to the listeners out there this was never um eo lab or jamie reaching out to me saying can i jump on and and uh, pump my product up this was me reaching out to them i'd already purchased it i thought it was fantastic as someone who's always uh, i guess tried to be better and, and adapt and realize that i don't know everything and i want to learn more and i want to reach out and learn more i, I wanted to bring this to the listeners um, if there's anybody out there that's, I guess, in a similar boat to me sitting there thinking like, oh, how can we do this better? And don't know. And, you know, it's a fantastic product. Um, the idea of it is fantastic. Uh, the, the, I guess the methodology behind it, I mean, the technology is, is incredible. It's way beyond my brain powers. But the idea of it, Jamie uh, and Sander, really appealed to me in terms of the heart of it, as you spoke about Jamie earlier in terms of the product and, and, you know, it's not coming from trying to make a buck. It's coming from trying to help improve the sport and progress. So, um, yeah, for the listeners out there, make sure you get around this product. As I said, jump on and have a look at the, um, the prize giveaway that we're going to do as well. Um, but yeah, thank you boys for coming on for a chat. It was, uh, it was really good. Thanks. Good on you, Robbie. Thanks mate. Much appreciated. Thanks, Thanks Sandra. 
No worries. Thanks, guys. Today's episode of Off the Block Swimming Podcast is proudly brought to you, as always, by ProSwim Workouts. Nico and the team at ProSwim Workouts have been supporters of the podcast from day one and continue to support the show and the coaching community more broadly with their platform, ProSwimWorkouts.com. Head over to the website right now and become a member to receive all the exclusive content, whether it's programming in and out of the water, thought-provoking articles, or even just sharing of ideas. It is a one-stop shop. And for all those just looking to browse, head over to prosumeworkouts.com to find free workouts, podcast tips, jobs available, and so much more. So what are you waiting for? I'll say it one more time. Head over to proswimworkouts.com right now and let Nico know that Off The Block sent you. 